0: hello my friends and welcome once again to a fantastic episode of fandom talk if you guys have been keeping up with us the last few weeks you know that we've been talking about the summer of video games um we had noticed this year that there are so many different video games that have like exceptional anniversaries and we've got quite a few that we wanted to cover also with this first series we've been introducing different guest speakers so that way you guys get a few extra voices besides just the Phantom Correspondence, and it's been a blast. And we're so excited to have our two guests with us today. Um, but first up, my name is Jacob Vance Hardesty. I'm the editor in chief of the uh, site and the group. And uh, yeah, and I'm really excited to be talking about some Legend of Zelda. Uh, we also have with us uh, Admin Raven, better known as Jenny. Jenny, how you doing today? I'm
1: great. I'm excited for the podcast.
0: Of course. I mean, it's one of the best series ever. Yes. Uh, and then uh, you you know you you know our voices. But today, we've got, like I said, two very special guests with us. First up, we've got Wes. Wes has been a fantastic supporter of the page. Um, if you've been to any of our um, live events with Fandom Nights at the library, um, that's Wes has been helping me put those together. Even if you were on any of the... Uh, the uh, WebEx ones that we did during quarantine uh, over, the, over the last year, all of that was me and Wes, and Wes has been a fantastic
2: person to work with. Uh, Wes, how are you doing today, man? Oh, nice, man. thanks. You, you've also been fantastic to work, work with my friend. Uh, yeah, I'm doing pretty well. I uh, just had elbow surgery, so that was exciting. I had carpal tunnel of the elbow, uh, not from playing video games, I will say. It's more like bad posture and years of computer jobs eventually it. Uh, caused uh, some nerve entrapment, but uh, surgery was a success, and I'm just kind of trying to, to fully heal up my incision. So I've been kind of taking it easy a little bit more at work lately and at home, my wife's done all the chores, which is pretty excellent. So I might milk it for a couple more weeks. You, 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 probably, <laughs> I, you know, I think you could, and, and maybe play some one on in the meantime, if you want to, you know, so there, there you, you go. go. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good idea. I mean, I, I, I do, my mobility is not that bad. Basically the major restriction they said is no heavy lifting and you know how crazy I go with the gym. So that's been a, a pretty, pretty uh, big uh, detriment. Uh, but, you know, I mean, I, c- I can move my arm pretty much and I can vacuum and things like that, which I did do a little bit last week, to be perfectly honest. I'm a pretty good husband. But uh, yeah, you know, that's uh, I could probably work a video game controller pretty well. So I'll uh, I'll, I'll see what I can do about that. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, and our other guest we have is. Uh
0: the fantastic, just the wonderful Mr. Johnny Marvel. Uh, Johnny, if you do not know, is the man who actually created the two logos for uh, the Phantom Correspondence, Um, both the original logo that's on the website and the one that plays, the little graphic that plays right in front of the YouTube videos. Um, And we are just so happy to have Johnny on here. Um, One of the earliest memories I had of Johnny was actually uh, me and Jenny both noticed his Legend of Zelda tattoo that he has on it. and so. (laughs) <laughs> when when we were talking about like okay doing a Zelda one and like what guests we're we going to get, Johnny was one of the first people mm-hmm. that came to mind. So Johnny, we're so happy to have you with with us. Uh, h- how are you doing today, man?
3: Well, I was fine until you said that. Now I feel like crying. I'm, I'm
0: my <laughs> do
3: that my a little bit ve- clumped. Just, I'm 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 ve- clumped. You got my oh. heart just my heart's racing. No, I'm I'm actually <laughs> doing I'm doing really well. And thank you guys for having me. Like I I. I'm nervous. My back is real sweaty, um, okay. but other than that, you know, I'm, something about mom spaghetti. Mm. That's not that. That's I still got a couple bars before that line comes out. <laughs>
0: <so>. <laughs> oh goodness! But yes, we are so excited to have you all with us here today for summer video games, um, as particularly for Legend of Zelda, which is thirty-five. 35- is it 35 years it's 35 this year because i it's too turned 35, 35 this year i knew I, oh,
2: I'm, I'm the oldest person on this podcast sweet yeah
0: yeah yes. that, well, I, it's it's funny you mentioned that wes i i was trying to figure out how to word that but it's okay <laughs> <just say> it. <laughs> well because i because i'm excited because all four of us are in different age ranges so all four of us i think have
1: a had, different oh, no. like experience exactly basically. We all, all right right well, that's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Do you
2: call this one like uh whatever uh, like the usual title of then colon generations? Oh. <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> Fan correspondence
0: <laughs> generations.
3: Makes it feel like it's a Star Trek series.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, there, there you go. We're just gonna we're just gonna jump right into it.
3: The uh, only common denominator is Patrick Stewart. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Patrick um, Stewart. Zelda,
3: that's, that's...
1: something I need in my life. Uh, same. <laughs> we need to figure out how to make that happen.
0: <laughs>
3: He's got to be like the Deku tree or something.
0: Oh, I Oh my gosh. I'm upset that I don't think that's going to happen. I want it to now.
1: <laughs> uh, you got to manifest it. Speak life true. into yeah. your dreams. Speak right? life into your dreams.
0: We are going to be talking about, our, I was actually going to ask you all about Thoughts of *The Legend of Zelda movie later, but we're going to get into that later. We're going to start off talking a little about the games. Um, Jenny, why don't you go ahead and start us off. Um, what would you say was your earliest experience with Legend of Zelda?
1: Um, well, definitely, I got into it a little later, I guess, but um, I think I was 13, uh, when yeah. when Waker came out, I could be getting the years wrong, but that's the game that introduced me uh, to Legend of Zelda, and I just went ham when mm-hmm. that came out. I was obsessed with everything. I kind of became like a bully to Josh and you because yeah. I would <laughs> like I, was, I I I beat it before them, mm-hmm. and so I'd make fun of them when I watched them. I was awful. Like yeah. I was just like I'm like. Oh my
3: of- God, that's, that's <laughs> the tiny little Jenny just trash talking everybody. <laughs> it
0: was it was dude? It was it was the worst because like I remember. If you played Wind Waker, if I'm mer- if I remember correctly, and at least it was for me when I was like, also I would have point out that I was like nine at the time. Um, oh no! Also, <laughs> the the hardest one for me was the second, um, the like the the actual forest temple because of course you go to the three different areas to get the different yes. shrines, mm-hmm. but then you have to go to the actual t- two temples. The forest temple was so difficult for me with just the different um the fact that you have to like figure out how to fly everywhere um and just all the different areas and for some reason that just stumped me at nine. Yeah, and uh, uh, it was
1: great for me. I really yeah, enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm um, sure it was. But yeah. uh, but I, I got humbled really quick. it <laughs> so was my first like introduction to it. But I got humbled because uh, we found um, this collector's edition of The Legend of Zelda that had all the older games on it. So um, it had Majora's Mask, um, Ocarina, of uh, Time. Ocarina of Time.
2: And the first two the ones. Yeah,
1: and the first two NES. So when I, I, I played uh, Ocarina of Time, and I, I was good at that. But then when I got to Majora's Mask... That's when I had to sit down yeah, and be it's, humble.
3: It's like the game is so hard. <laughs> who, who am I? I you, was- know, you got you got Kendrick Lamar by his Legend of Zelda games. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you,
0: yes, you did get Kendrick Lamar by through mask. I
1: did, uh, but no. So yeah, I just um, ever since then, you know, years later, I still am obsessed with uh, all things Legend. So. Absolutely, yeah,
0: absolutely. Uh, Wes, what about for you, man? What, what was your what was your kind of introduction to the series? What was kind of the first game that you were playing, or the first? kind of memory that you have of the series, really?
2: Um, well, I mean, the original Legend of Zelda. I had a NES back in the day. You know, I was one of those uh, kids who got surprised by their parents. Like, uh, I'd opened every single one of my presents, but then that one was hidden, and that was what I really wanted, and so they gave it to me last, all that good stuff. And, uh, yeah, you know, I don't think the original had been out long in America before we ended up getting it, and, uh, yeah, I just sort of fell in love with it. I'd never played anything like it. You know, up until that point, it was just probably Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt mostly. Uh, and I kind of followed along like with everyone else in my age that was, uh, kind of in the nerd demographic, uh, with their video game development. I pretty much exclusively had Nintendo consoles up until, uh, PlayStation two, I think. Um, uh, and I played all the Zeldas that were out just that released like, um, on those systems. I didn't play the, the CDI one until much later, but, um, but yeah i mean i zelda 2 you know uh, and uh, you know the big one for me was a link to the past it was like a summer tradition for me to beat that every single year i can't recall if i ever finished the first one but i did play it a lot uh you know uh, and then of course Zelda 2 came out and i was like wait a second why is this uh, side scrolling but i still like that game a lot uh you know i played the handhelds so i was i was pretty well into it you know from from its inception i guess or not inception but when it was available in america i know I, I, was, I assume it came out in japan earlier but uh yeah i mean it's uh ate away at me and you know i i've always had a, a pretty big uh, love of uh, rpgs and that was really the source of it absolutely and uh, absolutely. and i also um, i can't not mention this without mentioning nintendo power so of course i had strategy gods and you know yep. all the old maps and stuff in there i was a i think i started yeah, subscribing too. to nintendo right I, I think i started subscribing to nintendo power with what, maybe the second issue and i was a subscriber for like a while and mm-hmm. uh, there for a while they would send out strategy guides and i can't remember um i think like every other month maybe been a strategy guide or something like that uh and i can't remember if zelda ever was one of those but you know it was all kind of the same with all the all the big maps and stuff and yeah that was just like a huge part of my childhood and, you know nintendo was pretty formative for me uh, back in the day and then i haven't uh, i got a wii and I must admit the, the Wii didn't grab me like it did a lot of other people. Uh, and, uh, that's when me and Nintendo kind of diverged a little bit, but I did get a DS and like my favorite console, I think of all time is the Nintendo DS and like the three DS and the Zelda games that came out for that were marvelous. I, I really love all those. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's something that's been with me for a while. Uh, best, best video game score of all time as far as not point score, but music, uh, uh the music still like moving i i'm sorry I'm, I'm probably yammering too much uh, perhaps it's the adderall that we talked about off off of uh <laughs> off off, off mic but uh, I uh yeah we went to to, i would to see
3: if you had like gotten some like secret hidden feature that nobody else got when you because you were talking about points and i was like
2: wait 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 uh, i, right. I, yeah, I, I, I wasn't playing like...
3: this like whole thing wrong my whole life
2: right i was like uh, I, I know that uh, this game doesn't have points and most people know that but i should probably specify but uh yeah <laughs> no just on the on the note of the music i went to uh, video games live have any of you ever been to video games live the, the music event that they had i don't think i've had it in a while no, it's uh, Tommy Tellerico, which is a video game composer. I don't know what games he actually worked on. I didn't, used to always see him on G4, but uh, there for a while he would tour to different towns and uh, team up with like local symphonies and uh, Ooh. And, and like, uh, sorry, my call waiting's speaking in. So you can edit this part out. So, yeah, Tommy a <laughs> video game composer. He uh, would travel around uh, from city to city and team up with local symphonies and they would perform video game soundtracks and all orchestral stuff and uh there was a mm-hmm. like a light show element to it and they would have videos with actual video game composers and i think Niimoto was on it and uh they're just kind yeah. of a whole sh- made a whole show of it out but like hearing like legend of zelda music played like live by an orchestra is just an incredible experience i feel
3: I, this sounds very similar to what uh, i believe Nabu uamatsu started doing with the black mages except he made it like I don't know if you guys are familiar with Nobuo Uematsu. Am I? Am I speaking? Falling on deaf ears, or or what? Yeah, I'm not familiar. With okay. That. Okay. Uh, uh, Nobuo Uematsu, for those who didn't know, uh, was the score for the fir- or the composer for the first ten Final Fantasies, and then later on discovered that he, uh, well, he might not have discovered. He might have just always been a metalhead, but he just loved metal. <laughs> so he started <laughs> taking all of his like Final Fantasy songs and turning them into metal songs.
4: Yep. Um, wow.
3: With a band called the Black Mages. And then uh, they've been, I don't know if they still tour, but they toured all over the country for a while. And yeah, I believe, that's cool. I believe now there's something called, uh, I don't know what it's called, but I know the logo for it is like wings, but it's like Final Fantasy, uh, some sort of Final Fantasy orchestral arrangement sort of tour that goes around every couple of years and they're really really good they play uh scores from all different
2: uh final fantasy games so that's really that's really cool yeah i mean i i've I've played a bunch of i wasn't i'm not as intimately familiar with that one so i didn't recall the composer's name but that that's really neat i know that's kind of a big thing now uh there is a, a band called the mini bosses that does something like that and uh there's another band that plays around here a lot. I don't think they're from here, but they actually incorporate speed runs into their show. So they'll play an entire video game soundtrack and they're sort of metal rock uh, in the genre, uh, but they'll, help, they'll have a guy on stage during the time they're playing this, speed running the game as part of their show. So there's there's some pretty cool stuff out there. I like that these days. That's bonkers. I didn't even know that. That could be... a uh... I form. wish I could remember the name. It's uh, They play Louisville and Lexington quite a bit, but I'll have to look them up and let y'all know who that is. Yeah, I, I hadn't heard about that. I had heard of the Black Mage as
0: the uh, – I'd watched some of their – they have some stuff on YouTube, if I remember correctly, because um, I found them because I was looking up the um, – I can't remember the composer for the, this series, but it was someone who did like a bunch of uh, the Castlevania music live as well oh, it, nice. wasn't, it wasn't like a it wasn't as much of like a like they didn't do like like heavy metal but they actually would like incorporate like actual like guitars and like do like solos and everything it was actually really cool um that sounds good the, like, they just came up with them as well um huh. it was it was a really cool uh like, like they just kind of or i don't know they didn't come up on the same stage or anything but like they uh, like the like the autoplay of the video after after like vampire hunter or what or, or I can't, I can't remember it's vampire hunter vampire killer is the main castlevania song the next one was something by the black mage i can't remember exactly what
2: it was but i was like that sounds really cool um but uh but yeah but uh one, one more band to mention that is completely unrelated to this game but not gaming at uh, all <laughs> has anyone heard the proto men before the proto men are wonderful and i'm obsessed with them yes yeah i've seen a lot of them but i've never
3: actually heard them
2: the the best live show in the world that guy has such an amazing voice they actually did an album of queen covers and normally i wouldn't think anybody should try to sound uh sing like freddie mercury dude sounds straight up like freddie mercury he has such a range. some of their songs sound like a johnny cash like deep growl and then he they have some that sound almost like a forgetting the name um never mind, but anyway, he can go from, like, Johnny Cash Deep to, like, uh, Freddie Mercury, like, high, high notes, and it's it's amazing what they can do, but they, uh, you know, for those who are listening that don't know this band, they basically take Mega Man, like, the story of Mega Man, they uh, mesh it with, like, George Orwell type paranoia, and uh, turn it into this rock opera, all, all their albums are, like, rock operas, basically. It's and, fantastic. Uh, yeah, they, they've done two, and uh, they're, they've been working on part three forever, hopefully they'll eventually get it, but you go see them live, they have, like, arm cannons, helmets and just they, they really make make a show of it and they actually have a short film too that's pretty much just like a long form form music that video. That is Hilarious with long like,
3: it's, it's well combine done. the story of like Sonic the Hedgehog now with like something from Hans Christian Andersen.
0: <laughs> I mean uh, that could happen. Um, I'm actually glad you mentioned them uh, if and because I've always wanted to talk about this. I love mm-hmm. the um and we are gonna get back to Legend of Zelda, I promise we are gonna get back to it. <laughs> if you have like a spotify account or just go to youtube look at the song light up the night heck yeah it's yeah. it like the it is like just five minutes of just pure enjoyment i i i adore that song so much yeah. it's a hype song it's
2: a it's you can <laughs> dance it's it's great it's it all they're, of they're, it they're very they're very 80s influenced but i mean they sound yes. fresh they don't sound like they're just doing it for like kitsch value i mean they I think oh. they authentically love that style of music, and they're just all killer musicians. And like his voice is just incredible. And the best live show, like I said, I've seen him like two or three times. I saw him play at PAX one year, and I saw him in Murfreesboro uh, for their maybe second CD release show. And that's that's where they're from originally. I think they're all based in Nashville now. But uh, yeah, just such such a great live and cool band. Just really fun to listen to. Have you guys ever heard of uh, Tupperware Remix Party? No, <laughs> Twerp
3: for short, but it's uh, TWRP. <laughs> They are out of this world. Like that is a band that uh, if you you've never seen anything like them before. They're it's like five members. They're all very like Depeche Mode influenced, eighties influenced, but they all have like different personas and different names, like different made up names. Like one is a robot, one is a lion. Um, that I I can't even I can't even. Explain. I'm not doing a good job. Like this is like y'all <laughs> just need to look at it. Like look up Tupperware yeah, Remix Party.
2: I'll
3: check them out. we
0: well, getting back to Legend of Zelda. <laughs> yeah, uh, good <laughs> story. So that portion of the of the uh, podcast brought to you by the I, podcast, I Yes. Uh, <laughs> Johnny, what, was, what was what would you say was your like earliest experience with with Legend of Zelda and with the series?
3: Um, <clears throat> honestly, my cousins.
0: Um, okay.
3: uh, I I was I was born nineteen eighty six, the same year that uh, it was introduced, so I obviously didn't get to play it until my little thumbies could work. Um, but once, once I was getting into gaming as a youngster and my cousins who were all, um, they were both only like a year or two apart from me. So we're all in the same age group. We all like the same things. Um, but, uh, when Wes, when Wes brought up the, uh, the strategy guys earlier, I was like, yeah, you needed one for that first one. Cause once we started playing that, like that was the first time I believe that, somebody had released a game where you could just start it and do whatever you wanted to do.
2: Yeah, right. It was almost an open world before open world existed.
3: Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. And like you couldn't, it it almost forced communication between, between people who were playing the game. Mm-hmm. so that kind of just kind of brought me and my cousins closer together and we would like trade games and trade secrets and like draw maps and be like no you got to go don't go to that one that's one you're, you're going to be too weak if you go to that one you're going to die like every freaking room you go into you got to go to this one first and then this one you get this thing that takes you over here and then you could go there because now you have the ability and just all these different things that uh game facts makes it too easy yeah <laughs> that's yeah. Yeah, yeah it's yeah the world's different now yeah <laughs> You can get online and just be like, "How do you beat the water temple?" And then you know, IGN's got a whole walkthrough for you, ready to go. <laughs> but no, that was that was my first one. Was um, was just getting my hands on it and realizing that, like, you couldn't really get anywhere. I mean, oh man, what an analogy for the real world. You can't really get ahead without help. <laughs>
0: yeah, 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 absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's um, yeah, you know, it's it's funny because of course, me and Jenny. Kind of had the same start to Legend of Zelda, you know, with with Wind Waker, and then Ocarina of Time just kind of took us over. uh, Whenever we started playing on the Collector's Edition, Um, my some of my favorite memories of 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 really the series is is those two games, Um, particularly because like I I was mentioning to Tiny earlier, I was like, I think our experience with Legend of Zelda will always be something that I hold, you know in my heart, not just because it was us, but of course I love that, you know, being able to play games with Jenny um, because it, it was just the classical, you know, just one of the siblings holds the controller while the other one, you know, looks over the shoulder and berates them, you know, and, <laughs> and for the record,
2: as much crap as I saying earlier, trust me, it's a two way street. Yeah. Like there, there's no way around it. Um, I, um, you may have said this, you may have said this and I missed it, but what, what's the age difference between you two? If you don't mind ask. Um, yes. Yeah, no, no absolutely. Um, so I am twenty.
0: I will be 27 next month and jenny just turned so 31. 31. yeah gosh, just gosh, years gosh. between us yeah. i wasn't so.
2: sure if you were the big bubby or the little bubby the little I, I, I'm, the, I'm the
0: littlest bubby, yeah, the littlest bubby. yes yeah. the, the 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 oldest bubby is
1: uh he wasn't as intelligent as me and jacob partially because uh, he couldn't take the heat that me and jacob yeah <laughs> I, no, honestly, like I feel so bad about looking back on it because, like, I, we really kind of took his joy. So we, we did. all the kids <laughs> listening, be nice to your siblings <laughs> video games. Jacob t- stuck with it because he loved Legend of Zelda so much, but Josh just wasn't, it, wasn't we, about we it. We have
0: since, like, when we got him a Switch, <laughs> like, I that was one of the first things I did was, because was, I had, like, just beaten Breath of the Wild. I was like, Josh, take this, you know, like, <laughs> and just... You can ask me questions, but I promise we're going to be nice, we're, we're about, be it. nice <laughs> about it. I want you to play the series. We want you to get into it.
2: Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm forty. I'm forty two, and my sister is two years older than me. And then for for like the duration of like the NES, I think she she played. I don't remember if she ever got into Zelda, but yeah, we would. Uh, I remember us like getting in trouble, and we each had to isolate ourselves to our separate rooms. We had our own NESs, and we each got to rent a game. And like, I think mine was Nark, and hers was Adventure Island. And somehow, yes. like, we eventually kind of. Silently uh, swapped games, I guess, or whatever, and uh, yeah. So yeah, I, I remember that. But yeah, I don't. She, as far as fantasy and and RPGs and things like that, she she never got into. So I didn't have a similar thing that you guys did, even though we were closer in age. Is yeah. renting games still a thing, or is that just from like a holdover?
3: From it is generation? a Star Trek's
2: video, but that place is kind of a, a a throwback in time. You can go out there and rent some some older games. But yeah, that I guess some like, people still do it. And, and, and about door, pro- 1994 again. Yeah. I love, love Steve. That's one of my favorite places in Linsboro. But yeah, I mean, awesome. Redbox runs games, and I guess that's about the closest thing, and maybe if there's still a local video store in... and oh,
4: yeah, the I did forget Uber about Redbox, too.
2: Might, uh, ...might have something like that.
0: Yeah. Um, but no, it... The the other thing was, you know, while we were playing Wind Waker, like I was... I was me and Daniel were just kind of talking about it earlier. The interesting thing about, like, that game from a lore aspect is that you know that version of Link doesn't know what's going on like at all. Like, yeah, so it's and, a really
1: good introduction.
0: And in in the same way that we didn't know what was going on, it was because it oh, was perfect. Josh, actually, that's the funniest part is Josh had bought bought us the game. Yeah. Um, because he had kept reading in uh like Game Informer and and Nintendo Power and G four and all the other different sites and magazines were talking about how good Wind Waker was, and I had just gotten a GameCube and. Uh, So we started playing, and of course, you know, like when you when you start like finding out, like, okay, this is actually Hyrule. It was flooded. Hyrule is underneath the sea. The boat is the king. Tetra is Zelda. Like all of those. Which I'm sorry about.
3: Whoa, 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 whoa! Spoilers.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, I'm sorry about the spoilers. But um, all of the things that Link is learning, Link is experiencing. Is the same thing that we were experiencing. I always just really enjoyed that aspect of it. Oh, uh, that's, yeah. uh, that's cool to think about. I've, I've never, yeah, that's, it, that's cool. It, it, it was great. And then you know, almost like we were studying the history of it. Yeah. We got the edition from BME as soon as we, as soon as we saw it, because that yeah. was, and it was, it was an expensive game, but we were like, you know, we're getting it.
1: Well, it had four games on it. Yeah. So you know, for yeah.
0: it so the repaint. And it's
1: just you know, Legends of the Lore, is like in Wind Waker. It just it, it was so enticing. Like I just, I had to absorb more because I just yeah. thought it was such an interesting story. And I mean, it still is like, it still goes on and like the timeline gets so like sticky and confusing, but.
2: Mm-hmm. Have y'all ever looked at that uh, Hyrule, Hyrule Historia book that came out a few oh, years ago? Oh baby boy, yeah. I've got like three of them. <laughs> nice. People in my life <laughs> I was life. looking at Nobody that though, the other day. Actually, so much. They were like, hey, actually leading
3: up, birthday.
2: yeah, actually leading up to this podcast, I thought about picking that up. I've never read it. I've read about it. So I was, I was wondering how that was. It's, it's, it's very comprehensive yes yeah, I, I know it is kind of a muddled timeline a little bit what's what's
0: interesting is um they it looks as the breath of the wild is completely separate like because mm-hmm. they like even the i think is it called the making of breath of the wild or something like or the art of breath of the wild or something mm-hmm. like that um it looks like they just restarted everything um because oh, yeah. the history of hyrule it's in that is completely different from because all the other games you can at least like there's, there's like three separate timelines that each game fits into, and you can be like, okay, this is happening in this one, this is happening in this one. Breath of the Wild is completely separate, and that's why like Age of Calamity, the Hyrule Warriors uh, game, is completely different. And that's why Breath of the Wild 2, whenever it comes out next year, and whatever the actual title is going to be,
2: is going to be something completely different as well. Where does the CDI Zelda fit into the timeline? It, it,
0: it um, the, the 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 dark recesses of our brains where we try <laughs> to, um, that's where the CDI ones go. Um, Have you all played that though? Because I've uh, never played them. I've seen the let's plays <laughs> well, and I've not- heard of how
2: difficult they are because of how bad the
0: controls are. Yeah,
2: it's terrible. Like one of my favorite events in the world, and like when they start having it again, you guys need to go. Uh, it's the video game uh, uh, expo up in Louisville. They have a convention center that uh or um I can't, Louisville arcade expo, that's actually what it's called. Uh, they have a whole conference room that's set up all kinds of pinball, all kinds of arcade games, everything set for free to play. There's vendors that sells like sell uh, retro stuff, t-shirts, games, whatever. Uh and there's also old consoles. They have like just a whole room of consoles and some of it spills out into the the hall too. Every console you can think of, they had like a Vetrix, they had like a Old Atari's, uh, Apple II's, just pretty much any console you can think of, including a CDI, and that's where I was able to play the the Zelda, the CDI, and it was it was definitely rough, yeah, not 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 the best moment for the series. Yeah. Um, now, are well, we are we sure though that that's
3: that's the uh, the uh, like a reboot from there? Because I, I thought I thought um, I was under the understanding that it was like a direct sequel to the very first Legend of
0: Zelda that was released. Is that not so, true? Are you are, are you referring to Breath of the Wild?
2: Or the CDI yes. game? Or the CDIs? <laughs> no, no, oh
3: no no. I don't even know. CDI. What's that?
2: It's the, no. the It's like what Sony. It's like when you know Nintendo was supposed to have like a, a CD drive, but then Sony and them got into a fight, and then. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I was being yeah it was around Phillips. that time. That was yeah. <laughs> Philips made it. Yeah, yeah. So basically, I think the Nintendo CD drive that they were going to do ended up becoming the first PlayStation, right? Am I, am I remembering that correctly, Vince? Oh okay. Uh, Philips and Nintendo teamed for. Uh, that un- ungodly creation
3: yes but no i i and I, I they,
0: had, and, so and had the Nintendo cartridges for until uh until the uh the gamecube and then went back to cartridges for the switch because they realized they could do a bit more with it and everything and it was
4: actually
0: yeah. it's actually a really interesting history there <laughs> <laughs> um but no i breath of the wild they from what i from my understanding and and of course there's it's such a new world that there, that there isn't a whole lot out there. I, I, I was looking over that book that Jenny had, um, that, that, uh, Al actually got her for Christmas. Um, and I was trying to figure out like where it fits in the timeline. Um, because of course the Hyrule Historia goes up to Sky yeah,
3: Skyward Sword, Sword right? At
0: re- least release wise. yeah. Um, where Skyward Sword be, is the, that's, that's it. That's the open. That's the beginning of everything. Um, and I was trying to figure out where Breath of the Wild fits in because – well, I mean, I'll, I'll go ahead and say it. I don't even care. I think <laughs> Breath of the Wild 2 is going to be featuring the Twilight Realm and is kind of going to bridge the two different worlds of Breath oh, nice. of the Wild and then the timelines of Ocarina and Majora's Mask and all the others and everything. Because um, if you pay attention to the two trailers that they've released, the noise – the like the music and the noises that you hear in the background – um, are very similar to, like, the way Midna speaks. Yeah, in, I
3: was like, noticing that when I was playing.
0: Um, and I'm assuming I'm, I'd be surprised at that if, if like, anyone, like, Ed, uh, Ili Anuma or anyone else at Nintendo was just like, oh, that's just a happy accident you know like oh that that's yeah. that's intentional. you know these are these are just things that wink, happen wink. To, you know? Yeah <laughs> exactly yeah wink, wink. Yeah, yeah i i would be very very surprised if if that if it doesn't if it doesn't feature in um but so that's why i started kind of looking up the histories of it and everything um and trying to understand the different the differences in the timelines of where each game fits in which and that's where the Hyrule story does come in um yeah
3: I, I just I, I thought that it was like I remember reading something a while back. It was a couple of years ago where uh, it was something like it's been confirmed that uh, where like something like Breath of the Wild does not it's not connected to the timelines, but it is the end. Like the like Breath of the Wild is the end of all the timelines or something like that. Like this well, let's like start. something yeah. Like this right. is where like there are missing areas in between. Um, where the uh, where both timelines sort of like converge, and then where Breath of the Wild is, there's like this empty space that we don't know a whole lot about, which is where we're getting the history from in Breath of the Wild. Mm. But there's got to be some sort of like connecting factor. But yeah. Breath of the Wild, as it stands right now, is
2: at the end. We just haven't found like the bridge between the space
3: yeah. between.
2: Do they use that Lincoln Park song in the end in it? I hope so.
3: I actually, well, I, 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 actually I, have I, that I was in the space between by Dave Matthews. <laughs>
2: that's yeah. that would be good that would be it's dope a weird but yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh breath of the wild is one that i actually haven't played like i said i kind of like weird off with the Wii, so i never got around to it i do know like that's supposed to be like a a good one to get people into the series i guess it ha- hasn't uh, that haven't uh, been into it before because my friends that i spoke about before we started recording they named their son link and uh just so they could call them link and i'm gonna cough right now <laughs> excuse me um But yeah, my friends named a Kinley and uh, they're they're like um, way into Legend of Zelda now. But like his wife's obsession, she wasn't really a gamer started with Breath of the Wild. Like she's played through it like multiple times and she just absolutely loves it. And she doesn't seem like the type of person that would necessarily be into that sort of thing. But uh, I mean, she does love Lord of the Rings. So, you know, that's a few steps away. But uh, but yeah, it was just interesting to see how how quickly she got into it. uh, Just pretty much exclusively based on that one game. as i understand it that's like a kind of it's kind of a hard and kind of like a a pretty big game right and that
0: that was that was actually that was actually my next question because jenny i know you you've played it um what what is what is your opinion of breath of the wild because some people have some people have said they didn't really enjoy it as much because it is different than pretty much any other zelda game Mm -hmm. um like you don't have actual like items the way that you do in the old games you don't have actual dungeons you know but what what is your opinion of breath of the wild like well
1: obviously of... i love it uh, yeah, but, yeah. um but no like it is it is very different um but that didn't bother me because i mean i've played all the like, spinoffs of legend of zelda mm-hmm. like um i forget what it was called but like the weird one that had like the four links what
0: was that
2: called? uh four link adventure yeah yeah i'm sorry i'm coughing guys i'm allergies uh, I, I was trying to find out if there's a way to mute myself on skype but i don't see it on the iphone app uh, but good. sorry sorry Gina, i didn't mean to interrupt you
1: no you're good um but no so i don't mind like when like games diverge from you know but some people are very like oh my god it has to be just like the last one
4: mm. only
1: you know different i don't know people are weird but um Uh, It reminded me a lot of Skyrim, which I love Skyrim. Uh, I guess that comparison, but you know, it it's still different enough from that. So I don't know. I just feel like it's its own game. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, yeah, there's comparisons, but it's just, I mean, I loved it. Like, you know, it you know, there's so much you can do with it. Mm -hmm. You know, and I've heard a lot of people be like, well, no, you. uh, Some people just like played through it to, like, beat it really, really quick. Mm-hmm. And then they are like, well, that was, you know, boring. And I'm like, you didn't actually do the whole game then. Yeah. Like, you know. You
3: don't the just point play like, through a Legend of Zelda game. You right, experience right. a Legend like, of Zelda yeah. game. Yeah. Right.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, no. So I, I, I enjoyed it. I love it. See, I, I, I'm actually doing another playthrough of it. So, mm-hmm. right okay, now. And, of
2: course, the next
0: one. Yeah. You know, yeah. The, the, thing, the thing about the game... That I think a lot of people, because me and another friend of mine, uh, we were discussing it because he was asking me my thoughts on why do people not like this one as much. And and I started talking, and one of the things I said, because and I, I actually said this in the Resident Evil podcast as well, is that people understand how the best part about certain video game series that have lasted a long time and the reason they've lasted a long time is because they're able to adapt to new things. While still holding on to what makes the games classical. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh-huh. And now with, with Resident Evil, of course, like, yes, there have been games that veered away from the from the horror and everything and things that they didn't enjoy as much. Legend of Zelda, there have been, of course, multiple different, you know, areas that you're researching, you know, and exploring and everything. So obviously there's gonna be things that are gonna be different. There might be some games that aren't as as others, but with Breath of the Wild, the interesting thing, and me and like I said, me and my friend were talking about this. Was that it's actually the closest to the very first game, than really any of the others? Because when you start that out, you don't have anything. You have the Hika slate, mm-hmm. and you don't. You have to do four of the little mini dungeons before you even get the uh, the the sail cloth before right. you can actually go. Yeah. But the coolest thing about that is once you get the sail cloth, you can. You want to go fight Ganon with a stick and three hearts? You go right ahead. Like yes. it's not going to go exactly. well. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like there, and and yes, of course, because that's just the the way the video game world works. Is there have been speed runs where people are running in to take on Ganon with and three hundred? Oh,
3: that sucks. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, ex-
0: yell ex-
2: Leroy <laughs> Jenkins before they do it.
0: Yeah, yeah, Leroy yeah, yeah. Link. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's that's the thing, and that's what's so interesting about that that game is that you can like I played that game for like two years before I finally. Fought Ganon mm. because I was exploring the world, you know. Oh, because geez. there's there's so much to do. One of my favorite missions that I have, and and and, and I've noticed when I t- when someone says they don't like Breath of the Wild, I said, "Oh, did you find the uh, the island where you lose where you have amnesia?" And they go, "What are you talking about?" Yeah. And there is an island where as soon as you get there, it is a test where the island is testing you, and it's like you you don't you lose all of your items. And you have to do everything based on scavenging and uh, figuring out how to beat the three puzzles and one of the uh, mini-bosses mm-hmm. with just the stuff you can find on that island. Yeah. Like that's oh, – that's, wow. and it's a really cool mission. That, that's intense. I haven't got there. It, 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 see, and, and, and so many people have it because you, it's just – you have to be explorative. You have to go and search and you know look for these things. And I, it was almost like – Somewhere between 2011 and 2017, people had forgotten what Skyrim was. Mm-hmm. But Skyrim does the same thing. Yeah. Like, you, like, good RPGs and good open world games, like, they give you a main quest to do, and then they say, now do it how you want to. Yeah,
1: the game's let like, you make it. Like, yeah. Honestly.
0: And I'm not, and, and and for the record, that's not me bashing the linear Legend of Zelda games. I mean, like, Wind, Obviously Waker,
1: not.
0: <laughs> Wind Waker is probably my favorite of, of the series, and like, that one is very much. Go here. Now go here. Now the arrow is pointing here. And there's nothing wrong with that, you know, because if you want to explore, you can. But obviously the main quest is there for you. Um, uh, now,
2: Johnny, another one. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, sorry. No, I'm. I, my phone dropped out, so I didn't. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, you're good. Uh, Johnny, have you had a chance to play when uh,
0: Wind Waker? I know you've had a chance to play that. Uh, Breath of the Wild at all? Or uh, have you not had a chance to pick it up?
3: I am currently like smack dab in the middle of a playthrough. Uh, I say smack dab in the middle. I really mean probably just the beginning. <laughs> um, okay. And that's I, fine. Yeah, I, I, I've just now got to the. Um, it's been a while since I have picked it up because i you know, life. But um, I had just reached the the water elephant um, temple.
0: Okay. Nice. Yep. Yeah.
3: And like that was probably one of the most satisfying puzzles to yep. like solve because it was it's it's one of those things that like, like as you said they found a modern way a modern way to incorporate a classic thing from legend of zelda which is super hard super interesting puzzles and this one like I, like i was just watching it and like playing it and trying to figure out how to do it and i was getting angry and i was like this is a legend of zelda game i'm mad right now <laughs> um, but uh it's everything is beautiful um I keep finding things and I don't want to look anything up, but I keep like finding things that I probably should not be finding, but I keep interacting with them anyway and dying. But um, it's, it's still, it's just so fun. It brings back that, that memory of, like I said earlier about playing with my cousins and like discovering things instead of just following the linear path. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still, I do still want to beat it, but I am very much a completionist um, so I will probably beat it
2: uh, when my hair all turns gray, uh,
0: <laughs> and that's okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, a lot yeah, of mine.
2: Because, a lot of mine has started to to do that. And, you know, there yeah, there's some that definitely. I still haven't beaten. So yeah. <laughs> it's it, it's it's a beautiful game. It
3: it handles very well. It it I don't oh, wait. Hold on. It makes you anticipate things more. Like you were talking about the sailcloth. Like I remember playing the game. or not playing the game. Watching people play the game, and they're just like sailing all over the place with this thing. And I was like, I cannot wait to do that. It was like six hours in before I got to. Yeah. So, they they do a good job
2: of of making you want a lot more than most games do.
4: Mm.
2: That's cool. And like uh, that that feeling, like you're talking about, finding stuff that you. Uh, you weren't necessarily supposed to find and kind of exploration like one series that i think got pretty close to that maybe closer than any other game is fable like fable 2 was so great about just you know deciding to dig up a hole in the woods and you find something weird uh uh like you know any anything from a useful item to like a used condom
0: <laughs> which oh, is the, gotcha. like
2: <laughs> like like or yeah, it's 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 uh yeah, kinda strange. And maybe not necessarily used, but just a condom, uh, that you could use when you're in the town, uh and you spend some time with prostitutes. So like you, you can oh, do pretty much anything that's... at Fable. Let's
3: see okay. So like
2: Sorry, sorry, one... Jay. Uh sorry, sorry Vance. I didn't mean to, to go that that direction. <laughs> but just, that's just really what it reminded me of. It. it was like uh Fable 2 was like uh, kind of a more PG thirteen take on that that feeling you're talking about. What's What's funny is I had forgotten so much about Fable Two because I haven't played it
0: in years. So <laughs> I, I was, I was wondering, I was like, "Where is he going with this?"
2: And then you mentioned, yeah.
0: and then I was like, "Okay, where is he going with this?" Right? You know, I,
2: and I, I, it's not even—I I, I totally misspoke there. It wasn't even use condom. I don't know why I said that. It's an actual condom. <laughs> I was like that—that that would be even worse. Okay, but uh,
3: because like you, were, you said something about. You, you said something about like using it and like, oh, like I was like, yeah, is but no, there's oh, there
2: an achievement for Dude, we like, need to talk about the this. amount the, there there is an achievement in that game uh, for the amount of times you have sex. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, and you can get married, you can do anything in that game, but, you know uh if your wife eventually says she has a headache which mine did in my playthrough of that game then you can go find a prostitute in the rougher part of town so just a little little and pro no tip on getting that achievement point yeah no consequences although eventually like and sorry this is like way off topic but like if you do that enough with the prostitute the prostitute falls in love with you and you have to figure out what to do about that. That game is crazy. Like but it's like I blame it really is. it's a uh, false reality <laughs> expectations right. of women. It, it's 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 an adult take on legend i mean it really is an adult take on uh, what zelda had going on like and i'm only recently or not recently i'm mean, well i guess it was pretty recently as, as of this conversation i'm only thinking about how closely those games mirror each other it's like like uh, not to say that Zelda's you know a kid's game or anything but i'm just talking about and, and nature of like subject matter i guess uh with sex and family and, you know, buying property and all that stuff. There's all this layer, layer upon layer that games you can do, but it's just like the, the, the Zelda sense of exploration and uh, stuff. So yeah, it's, Fable 2. it's a good game. Check it out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Wes, what, uh, what would you say is your favorite Legend of Zelda series? Like, oh, like without that a saying? doubt, without a doubt, a link to the past. Cause that is tied so much with my, uh, you know, uh, I was a little older when that came out and, I was, uh, you know, an indoor kid, of course, growing up and, uh, every single summer I would be in front of my, my, uh, setup, uh like, uh, playing through that game. I would be like every summer. And, uh, once I did get a Wii, I, I bought that through, through the store. And, you know, it's like so much of that game was so embedded in my DNA that I could just, I, I didn't have to look anything up. I just knew where to go and what to do. And, uh, I got pretty far into it before I, uh, kind of lost my way a little bit so it was just cool like uh, i don't know that's that's that game is like woven into the fabric of my being now uh maybe without nostalgia i would say link between worlds you know the newer uh newer game on the the ds uh which i thought was excellent uh that's the one that's like a direct sequel to link to the past mm. i feel like it's it's everything link to the past was but polished and, and modernized a little bit but not modernized so much Ooh. that it loses its like heart uh wow. and i love the the added layer of the the um and uh, is I'm maybe saying the title wrong. A link is it a link between worlds. Am I am I thinking that's the right one? That's the one. Yeah, to yeah. Direct <laughs> you're, you're right. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. As soon as as soon as I said that, I was like. I'm 42 and sometimes my memory's not so well, but I do love this <laughs> game. Uh, but so, yeah, yeah, no, like, so a link between worlds was like, like I said, it was everything that was great about a link to the past, but like polished up. Uh, I don't care so much for the 3d stuff. I love the 3ds, but the 3d often I would turn it off just because it was a little distracting. Uh, mm. But the little uh, thing where you could turn into to the painting and go into the wall, I thought was a nice touch for like getting in between narrow passageways and stuff. Uh, so, yeah, um, I want to say a link to the past, probably followed closely by a link between worlds. Uh, I feel like a link between worlds is probably a better game, uh, just because you know some of what little, what few rough edges that Link to the Past had uh, was that they were sanded off. But yeah, both both those games are uh, mean a lot to me. Uh, and again, like I said, you know, nostalgia is probably coloring a Link to the Past a lot, but it's still a solid, great game. I feel like if I played that brand new right now, I would still love it absolutely yeah it's the the link between worlds
0: i i haven't beaten it i haven't had a chance to really kind of dive into it as much as i wanted to um but i remember that and i think super mario 3d world were the two of the 3ds games where i did want to turn the 3d up a little bit like because because i was kind of like you like i was like okay this is kind of a cool novelty but after a while either a you get a headache or b you're like yeah. this i can't really see what's what's going on i don't really yeah right. you know still it, it can give spirit you spirit tracks bit more on the DS too spirit, spirit tracks was, was just um, ds i think was on DS, okay. yeah. I
3: remember,
2: it was just some ds yeah
3: because i remember playing third... that game and i, I... Oh, oh,
0: i'm sorry it, 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 was, it was like the third so it, so spirit tracks is like it's like wind, wind waker phantom
2: hourglass and spirit tracks like and, and that, that one was uh, yeah. spirit tracks was the one that was fully touch controlled and that always kind of put me off a little bit yeah I, I i
3: there was a reason i I bought that game i had it yes at the time and then i knew there was a reason why i stopped playing that when i couldn't figure out what it was but i think that's what it was was that it just it, yeah
2: it was, it, little, it, it was a little weird clunky yeah, and weird yeah, yeah. I, I didn't like the full touch control i was never like that's one thing that Nintendo kind of, like I said, they lost me at the Wii a little bit, which, you know, motion controls are fun and stuff, but I'm the type of person that would always have a regular controller in my hand doing stuff. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not offended by them, and I know a lot of people like them, but just, you know, I just I just like standard controls. I gotcha. I
0: mean, I, I, I completely understand that. Uh, Jenny, what would you say is your favorite of the Legend of Zelda series, in your opinion? Uh... Like, 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 which one do you really just love more than the others? It's really hard. I know, I know it's a hard
1: question. Yeah. God. Um. Mm,
0: Wait, I can guess. we predict?
1: Yeah, let's hear what you think.
3: Ooh. Ooh, CDI. Okay. I, I feel it in my gut mm. <laughs> that I spoke before I really understood the gravitas of my situation. I can't <laughs> guess. I'm sorry. <laughs> See, it's, it's the CDI one. <laughs> there we go. That's the one. It's the CDI.
2: We got it. CBI ones, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gold Star West. Um, C- Citizen Kane and Zelda games. <laughs> wow. That's that's. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Yeah, no. all right, guys.
0: <laughs> we we just insulted so many things at once in one sentence.
2: <laughs> sorry, sorry, Jeannie. I'll shut up now.
0: No,
1: you're great. Um, it's really hard. I I, I think I have to go with Ocarina of Time.
2: Uh, yeah. That's what we're doing
0: it's yeah. it's it's hard it's it's honestly hard not to choose that one yeah you know because it's because of course being the first being the first you know 3d zelda um you know going from if you're looking at it from just like the main three like not including like zelda 2 the adventure link or anything just the main three of legend of zelda in 86 you know link to the past in in 90, 91 and then ocarina of time in 98 the three the differences between those three games and the progression that happens with you know when you finally have a fully realized high rule in front of you mm-hmm. that's yeah it's, well, it's hard just, not to choose that from way.
1: my perspective when i played it it was the um second game i played after uh, it was the Legends the game i played after one waker
4: sure so
1: yeah. um you know that's when um you know you meet Sheik. um yep. And I love me some cheek so much. Iconic. Um,
4: yeah,
1: yeah it's so iconic. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, this it's so fun. Like, I mean, I, I kind of want to play it again.
0: Yeah.
1: Nintendo needs to release that on Switch. I
0: I wholeheartedly <laughs> agree. Wholeheartedly agree. Although
1: I mean, I'm I'm excited for Skyward Sword, but Ocarina of Time needs to be next. Nice, yeah. Hundred percent.
0: Johnny, you're not getting out of the question. What 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 would you say is your favorite of the Legend of Zelda series, my friend? You know, you know what? How about this? Why don't y'all guess? Mm. Hmm. Here, here's the thing. From an artistic standpoint, <laughs> okay. <laughs> From an artistic standpoint, no, knowing you and knowing how much you like the different, the kind of different styles of gaming, I'm actually gonna go a bit weird and say Madara's mask. I'm, I'm gonna go I with the risk. I was
1: gonna say Majora's mask or Twilight Princess.
0: Twilight Princess. Prince is a good one. Mm-hmm. That's not, the not, one. That's
3: it. Oh, sorry. I I, I popped the bubble. There it was. It was, it was the <laughs> Twilight Princess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, that one was definitely my favorite one. Um, you were very close with um Majora's Mask. The only reason that that probably isn't my favorite is because um, I've never played it. Maybe.
2: Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> hey, hey, guys. Nice. Um, I hate to break the conversation, but there any way we can I, you can join like if we like split the recording because the kennel where my dogs at right now just got in touch and asked me to call them. So I'm just I'm afraid there's something wrong with my dog, so I kind of want to call and check on that before we finish yeah. up. So it's, can we pa- can we pause this and maybe join the recordings or something? Because uh, yeah, 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 sure. I, I, I definitely I definitely want to finish the conversation, but I'm, I'm just starting to kind of worry now that I, I was able yeah, to look at my text. Or, uh, OK, yeah. I'll be right back. Yeah. Be right back. Yeah,
4: that's fine. Yeah, yeah don't worry.
2: I will. I will
3: put an end to the the Twilight Princess talk for the moment. But <laughs> um, I do. I really do love these games. Like um, I actually started looking at my Hyrule Historia this morning, um, just to kind of like. I, I, I don't want to say like touch base with the. Um, I, maybe that is what I want to say. Just kind of touch base with the series again and figure out who or what uh the games were all about and what i was going through at the time because i definitely went through a lot of stuff while playing them but um wait am i alone in this call no 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 no, 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 no. no. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> i was i was just i,
0: I was, was just intently went, listening I, I, yeah, yeah i was, I was like yeah, let's, let's let's no we well, like you grow up Legend the zelda you your life changes as you're playing the games so yeah no i was like yeah Johnny's right let's look what what else you got to say <laughs> yeah
3: well, no, sorry, I, I saw just my picture up at the top, and with uh, my current job, uh, we do a lot of meetings, and, like, everybody's picture is there. So when I just saw mine, I was like, <laughs> I've been talking to myself
1: <laughs> for, like, a minute. No. Um,
3: but no, yeah, um, you, you kind of, like, go through, at least I did, especially at my age, like, going through so many things. That's why I loved hearing your guys' story about... Um, your first introduction to it because you guys got like you said it was a very perfect introduction where there was a lore around it already and you guys were kind of like thrown into this um fish out of water scenario for link so that you guys could see everything through this foreigner's eyes so yeah. that was cool but like it's 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 so strange for me to like see where the game started and to see where the game is now and know that like i've been there every step of the way Still didn't know sh but I was there. <laughs> like yeah. so there's so much that you still try to piece together and like even looking over the Hyrule history this morning, I was like, man, I remember like I remember what I, I don't remember this happening like in the gameplay, but like now that I'm remembering this happening, I'm remembering like what was happening in my life at the time that I was playing that and I discovered it on screen. If that makes yeah. any sense. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember, uh, I rem- this, is- this might be a little bit too personal, but when I was playing Twilight Princess, um, I was going through a very abusive- Hey, guys, I'm back. Oh, so, sweet. Welcome back. Um,
2: uh, he he uh, tried to escape out of the kennel. They put him in a kennel to rotate some dogs, and he hurt his foot. Like, they said it doesn't seem to be broken or anything. I'm just going to have to go get him later, so I can finish up the call before I do that. Though. Okay, cool.
1: Uh, what were you saying, Johnny?
3: Um. Well, okay, so we were talking about, well, we kind of, like, circled
2: right back to Twilight Princess just in time.
0: Yeah, perfect. Okay. I was going to
2: ask about Twilight Princess because that's another one that I haven't played before. So good. Yeah. I was able to come back with that. Yeah. We were talking
3: about uh, basically like how going through all these games and going through like the different stories of all these characters, you kind of like go through a lot yourself, especially if you stick with the franchise as you get older. Um, But Twilight Princess was a very, I think it was more like a coping thing for me. Um, Mm I was in a very tough relationship, a very tough spot at the time. And. That was kind of like my only solace that I had was playing that game and like Midna as my companion, which is another thing that like I feel like Legend of Zelda sort of I don't want to say they wrote the blueprint on this, but they definitely popularized the idea, the concept of a companion type of of character that comes with you. Because you've got like Navi and Midna and Fee and now in other games like Fallout, you've got the dog and um, just a lot of other sort of niches that they are not niches aspects of games that they sort of incorporated but um you know midnight being your companion and having somebody supportive for you was a lot for that it was something that i needed at the time so i feel like that's probably why that game was a uh, it means a lot to me it has a, a special little hold on my heart but also the art style of that game was so dark like none of the other legend of zelda games were like that yeah and then like right after that they went again to that the whole watercolor scheme and it was beautiful but like Ledger or the Twilight Princess was just so
2: dark and then and like I, yeah, I remember that having a different look um and I don't know why I never got around to it I guess that was that was kind of at the end of the life of the GameCube right
3: I'm it was so.
2: because that it, was out on GameCube and the Wii Did, didn't they put it out for the Wii too okay I was thinking. so that one and Breath of the Wild both of them uh are kind of the, the the
0: bridges between their consoles um mm-hmm. because both that one came out on GameCube and on Wii U and um or, and on Wii, excuse me. And then Breath of the Wild comes out on Wii U and Switch as well. Um, okay. And real quick, while we're talking about it, a fun little tidbit uh, for Legend of Zelda. Um, if you're playing with on the Wii and you are right-handed, then Link will still be right-handed. However uh canonically link is left-handed yeah. and so if you are playing on uh the gamecube he will still be left-handed just like he is in wind waker oh, that's cool and uh I, and i never noticed that
2: yep so like yep. with the, with the, those the motion controls like in that are you like doing like sword play with the motion is that right because that might that might make me feel differently like, yeah so that's cool. so i I would
0: highly suggest if, if, if you if you have a switch or if you have a switch, if you plan on getting one, I plan on getting a switch light at least uh, eventually. Yeah. I would, I would check out skyward sword next month uh, when it comes out because it's really interesting how they've done it. Um, because both twilight princess and skyward sword use motion controls. Um, with, with twilight princess, it was more, um, like you swing this way, the sword will like, if you swing, right, the sword will go right. If you swing down, the sword will go down. Um, right. Skyward Sword was much more involved to where literally where your controller was moving was where
2: the sword was going to go. Was that one that had the extra attachment for the more realistic um, uh, yes. movement, right? Okay, cool. Yeah. I, I think yeah. I did play... I might have played one in an ex-girlfriend's house once, I, re- I remember, but not a lot. We had talked... And, and I was glad
0: that you brought that up, Johnny. was you know being at different points in your life you know, with different games. I mean, honestly, I can... I mean, I... I, I I personally left a job because of Resident Evil 2. So, oh wow, I didn't know it no, really. was a job. that. was and that was not because of I wanted to play the game more. That's because of the things that happened in that story made me realize I wanted something different from life. That is hot. beautiful. I <laughs> th- th- that's the thing is like, you know, Legend of Zelda on the other on, you know, on the other hand, Legend of Zelda never made me quit a job, but um it, it, it's it's one of those things where People talk about, you know, uh, a few years back, you know, a lot of people kept saying, you know, like, video games are not really an art form. Video games are just, you know, for, you know, mindless entertainment, things like that. Yes, uncultured people say that, yes. That is absolutely not true. <laughs> um, and here's the thing. If you look at a game like Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess, I'm glad you brought this one up. Because, and, and, and Skyward Sword, if you look at those two games next to each other... Three years apart, and you can't—or no, excuse me—five years apart, and you can't appreciate how they both have vastly different art styles, vastly like really different gameplay, honestly, and yet both tell a beautiful story of of a of a noble hero trying to trying to save someone and and stop this darkness. Then I don't know what to do for you, like from from a video, like exactly. the, like I know that's a very kind of basic story to a lot of people, and I know that it's not like as complex or as in, or as involved as like what I was saying with like Red Dead Redemption Two being like a sixty-hour game or something like that. But still, like I I just I love how I love the different art styles and I love the, just the facts of Legend of Zelda and how important they have been to my life, particularly like you said in different aspects of my life. Like yeah. there have been you know different times where i was like okay i'm playing this zelda game or i'm playing that zelda game like it's it's never really left me pretty much from wind waker on the series never really left me like even to the point where my main in smash brothers is is arguably link like like <laughs> it's just the way it is you know
2: um but uh and that's kind of like how i was saying too with like a link to the past i mean that was like uh you know I, I guess that was middle school for me maybe uh it was like you know that's that was my my friend when i didn't have any other friends so it was uh that that was a very meaningful game to me too so yeah
3: uh, i feel you guys on that yeah. i always kind of liken it to like the legends are the uh i keep saying legends but i wanted to say uh twilight princess and skyward sword are like the same poem written by Emily Dickinson and then or Emily Dickinson and then Maya Angelou. You know what I mean?
0: Oh, there you go. That's yeah. <laughs> I, I love that. I, I, I like that. that. Yeah. That's a really good way of putting that. Yeah. Yeah. Um and I also love like and and I promise we're gonna get to the question I was about to ask, but I uh I love that with Legends that with Twilight Princess, like I remember the first time I heard someone say, Oh, this one's going dark, I was like, Oh crap, so is Link like gonna start like offing like moblins and there's gonna be like blood like you're not and, shit, and like stuff like that and everything and i was so happy that that is not true like yes it does take a darker it does take some darker turns it does take some uh you know a de- the art style is definitely from a darker setting but it's not like this like ultra violent kind of situation that i think a lot of people think of when they think of darkness which for the record if we're going based on ultra-violence, um, Wind Waker ends with Link literally stabbing Gandorf in the head. So, you know, like, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's uh, like,
1: I mean, I don't know. Unpopular opinion. I I wouldn't mind seeing a rated Legend of Zelda game in the future. You know, I think I'd be okay with it.
0: Okay. That'd be kind
1: of fun. It's not going to happen. I feel like that
3: shouldn't be an unpopular opinion.
2: (laughs) I mean, you know. I feel like that's something Nintendo probably will never allow, though. That's it won't
1: and that's fair. okay. i mean i get it they're you know family and all
2: that but it'd, it'd be kind of fun yeah it could be cool uh if done the right way that's what i was about to say though <clears throat> one thing i'd be afraid of if they ever did make a zelda movie or uh, a netflix show or whatever would be like you know if they went too far away from what zelda was i feel like they would almost have to a little bit because you know how poorly some of those things adapt to film but like you know i don't i don't want to see like game of thrones but legend of zelda you know but uh, I, I feel like I, I could get behind a like a uh, like if it's like a Skyrim, which I know Skyrim actually is pretty mature sometimes too. Now that I say that, but you know, yeah, I feel like done the right way, it could be kind of cool. My favorite like adult situation
3: with or dark, I said I should say situation with Link. Uh, Have you guys ever seen Video Game Reunion? Don't know no. that. Oh my God, go watch that when this is done. Okay. okay so it is a live action comedy series on youtube that's been it's been over for years but it basically imagines that all the characters like legend or like Z- uh, link zelda mario luigi peach bowser they're all actors um that portrayed these characters in video games and now they're all washed up that's oh, uh they're going to like this like uh, video game convention where like they're supposed to be like reigniting their careers but they're just washed up pieces of what? and it is beautiful to watch.
2: <laughs> um, oh, that's, not, to
3: that's pretty funny. One of my favorite parts was uh, Link, who is played by this very beautiful blonde, curly-headed man who is very insecure in his marriage with uh, Zelda. Um, he, Everybody's getting together, and he's got shots, and he's just like, it's dangerous to drink alone. Drink this. <laughs> and I was just like, oh my god, I'm
0: stealing that.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs>
0: Oh, goodness. Um, Jenny, what – if they were going to do – because, like, there are talks of the guys who did Castlevania, the the executive producer who did Castlevania, actually doing a Legend of Zelda series.
2: Okay.
0: You know, uh, on Netflix how exactly do you think they should do it? Like, do you, do you, do you? would you base it on a game? Would you do a new series? Would, what, what would you, or would you kind of pick and choose kind of certain aspects of it kind of in the same way they do with Castlevania? Because of course, Castlevania, the show is very, it starts off very loosely based on the third game and then starts picking pieces from Symphony of the Nine and other games as mm-hmm. well. Do you think that's kind of how they should do in those other series or what, what would you think about it? Um,
1: that's a good question. Um, and
0: the big question, should Link talk? I,
1: I would not. I don't know. I, I don't really want Link to talk. Okay. Um, but I understand that maybe that's something that would be necessary. Okay. I don't know. It just kind of depends. Um, but overall, I think what would be really cool is if they they started in one particular game, right? Mm. And then they're able to travel to different ones. And so each like area that you'd go to... Like say if they were in Breath of the Wild and they traveled to Wind Waker, then that would be like their animation again and everything oh, like would change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha. I think that'd be really cool. Okay. Ooh, um, and then you can kinda genius. see like you can kinda see like the stuff that happens like in between that and like how they're like you know um adapting to everything and how different you know
0: because so so would okay so would this be like a spider-verse kind of situation where you have multiple links like is that kind of what we're oh, doing that's a good idea that's what i was that'd thinking cool. yeah, I or, think, yeah or yeah or were you saying that it'd be more like an anthology where like each season would be like based in a different games world nothing or, like the, I can see that working too the zelda verse the, the like zelda verse yeah, yeah i kind of i think
1: i think that'd be cool but um, i am very curious to see what they hey. do with it i mean be-
0: <laughs> but but like it's all different links but they don't speak but they all have different versions of yeah yeah you know, exactly. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and that's different. how they communicate yeah yeah i
1: think that'd be cool and of course you, you, just, you, you still... get
0: them all together it's just like this like horrible like screeching noise basically.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, see, like you know, uh, Navi and uh, Midna and like you know all the companions, the companions like talk sure. and um and maybe the Zeldas would meet and they'd probably like you know bicker and stuff. It'd be fun and cheeks and all that. I don't mm. know. I think that'd be cool.
2: Okay, I think that'd that's. Be cool. I I actually really like that idea. <laughs> um, particularly because have he, there been Zelda animes before like uh, overseas or anything? I, I don't recall ever seeing I, anything like that or you know. I, don't know I feel like a, there might have been one, but I can only remember there's the there's '90s cartoon. Oh, yeah.
0: there, there is a manga, and then there's also so, and uh, maybe I, 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 I guess you, you guys haven't heard about this. Um, so does anyone remember the like Nintendo cartoons that came out at the end of the '80s, early '90s?
2: Oh, heck yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah that's what i was in, talking about. Yeah, Captain Excuse in the Game Master. Me, princess. Yeah, I, yeah that, not, that's the, I was about to make that joke. I was going to say he. he <laughs> it's just to be the same voice actor that said excuse me princess but uh but yeah no i was all about some captain n back in the day all the and i watched super mario Bros. super show so it, the zelda, they had the zelda segments on there i love that stuff
0: it's i i found that on dvd one year and mm. uh picked up immediately because it was yeah because that, that trigger trove was only like three dollars and that was worth penny. captain um, lou
2: albano was the best mario of all time. <laughs> 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 um but like the Legend the, the Zelda ones were interesting
0: because it was basically like like it was almost like if Hyrule met like the gummy bears like, yeah. like
2: <laughs> that's, you know, so that's a good a
0: description of it kind of, set up of like Ganon is not like this like. Dark evil sorcerer, like he is in in the in the like the later games, he's more like this like bumbling doofus that
2: is trying to capture the princess. And he's just a, a, an inconvenience. He really is. Yes. Did y'all, oh, do y'all do y'all remember uh, the Metroid? Like I, I think Metroid was a part of Captain in the Game Master, which I again love that stuff. like they they do y'all remember captain N? is it anybody recall that vaguely like I. yeah so that was basically like this high school kid uh it's almost like a, a variation on the last starfighter uh, gets sucked into the nintendo world basically and uh because he's so skilled and he has to help them uh kind of maintain their world And he has a, his gun is a zapper and he's got on like a, a a letterman's jacket and he they take tubes to different video games and whatever so they crossed over into a lot of them i think punch out was a part of it uh, there was a, a bigfoot nintendo game and like bigfoot was in it uh toad had a really weird voice and like uh this was a different time <laughs> and they made Mother Brain sound like a sassy black lady, uh, and it was like a very like offensive depiction of it. I mean, I, again, nostalgia dictates that I, I like parts of it, and but now thinking of it with a, a modern mind, it's like some of this stuff is kind of insensitive. But like, I'm but there sure. there was I think there was a Zelda element to that too. But yeah, his it always cracked me up because his gun was like a, a zapper not attached to anything. Should look that a bunch of those are on YouTube. You should look those up just for for I'll, just, I'll just to see how far the- we came. I'm probably looking
0: those up because I love like Nintendo history is really interesting. Yeah. Uh, particularly because like that, like during that time, because re- if i remember correctly, like, th- like think about the executive that's like, we have to appeal to younger kids now. Like we have yeah. to have a tune, you know, and it's so we're gonna have this kid called Captain N who has a zapper, you know, and and he's going through different games. Um, but uh, Wes, what what would you? So so okay, so so Disney's pitch is basically spider is basically Spider Verse with links. Mm-hmm. Um and Zelda's which would which I think would be very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, particularly like I really like the idea that they stay the same animation
2: mm-hmm. no
0: matter which world they're in because yeah. I that would be interesting uh, particularly because if you have if you have Wind Waker uh, Twilight Princess and Breath of the Wild versions of Zelda those are three very different Zeldas. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. But, uh, Wes, how, what,
2: what do you think? I don't know. H- have you watched Castlevania, or have you kind of uh, – I, no, I haven't. I've, I've seen like it pop up. I haven't watched it. Uh, I was never super close to the Castlevania franchise, but, I mean, it looks cool. Uh, and I hope you don't hear me sighing in pain throughout this podcast. I just did that right before you asked me that question from from my arm because I've been at, weirdly, the surgical place. So gotcha, feel free to edit cool. out any painful sighs. But, you're, uh, you're, yeah, honestly okay. – uh, <laughs> No, honestly Gin- <laughs> jenny's idea of the that, that sounded really yeah right i should have did the link noise uh, uh, but no jenny's idea sounds awesome i loved into the spider-verse that's honestly one of my favorite spider-man movies but uh you know uh, are you are the 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 one they're in talks about potentially doing is that going to be an animated one or is that going to be a live action one? i assumed animated since it was the castlevania people
0: For, presumably it's going to be like the similar art style to where it's going okay. to be almost like a like a legend of zelda anime pretty much um, okay cool
2: now, that, that's, I, I would definitely watch that. But honestly, like a while back, it, it was rumored. Uh, and uh, I don't know if it was like an actual founded rumor or just some somebody started circulating about. Uh, I don't know if they said the Game of Thrones people are actually going to be involved with it uh, or, or uh, Lord of the Rings. I can't remember. But either way, there's going to be like this epic uh, uh, Netflix series, live action Legend of Zelda. And honestly, if they did something uh, with the Zelda um uh, property that was lord of the rings-esque in its presentation almost like get a peter jackson sort of thing to do like a uh, a variation on that as a as a series i think that would be really cool uh oh, you know maybe. that i, I think, would love was to that
3: like, the uh the april fools thing
2: oh i don't know it's it's been a long time I, I i'm usually pretty sharp on like catching april fools pranks so i don't think it was otherwise i probably would have uh associated it with that but uh yeah. it, it may have been i don't know it's like my memory is pretty I, muddled I do as in 42. Born. <laughs> <laughs> but that yeah i mean that that something like that would be really cool but as far as anime stuff goes as far as story goes i would love to see just like a, a full-fledged uh i mean obviously i can't do like a verbatim adaptation but like a link to the past as like a long form animated uh, series or just a movie i think would be really cool uh just because again i'm so partial to that one based on that came out in my life i and that's like the first time that like a zelda story really like grabbed me i think and i feel like it's the first one they really Started concentrating on the narrative and trying to make a, like something cohesive because the other ones, you know, are kind of they had dashes of story, but it wasn't. It was more about the gameplay, I think, up until that point. And uh, just that those two, like the Link Between Worlds and the Link the Past, I feel like th- those narratives would be really, really uh, translatable to to a show or something like that. I like it. Yeah, no, I, but the I, anthology I, thing you mentioned too. I, I really like both your ideas. Uh, I, I feel like they could do something really cool with that. Yeah. and uh, and But honestly, though, like, probably the best thing for everybody, like, people who like Zelda and people who haven't played Zelda before, like, to get new people is just to do a totally new story, just kind of shaping it sort of like uh, the stuff that we know. Uh, like, I feel like it's easier. I feel like people would be less precious about it. You won't get all the fan backlash if you just, just do something new instead of trying to make a new version of somebody's favorite game. mm mm-hmm.
0: That's that's definitely something that I was kinda of, that I had kinda of thought about is, you know, when when there were early talks about and of course they have not come to fruition uh, since then, but there were talks about like, Gears of War movie and one of the things that they had talked about was basically like they described it as literally the other side of the planet. And oh, yeah. I was like, that's that's an interesting way of doing it. That's is, a good idea, you know, yeah. It's, it's so that way you're not touching on any of the characters that that you know like you're, you're you're able to kind of go into different areas that you want to take your story mm. instead of a instead of you know being like oh it's it's my adaptation of the story you know or something or something like that and i think that's i think that definitely plays a big part whenever you're doing an adaptation of
2: yeah. any book move book remake of a movie video game anything and um, that's that that's kind of what they're doing with the uncharted movie even though it's the same characters it's like a not a story that's been followed for. It's nathan drake when he's younger and uh <laughs> even though like, you know, of all the video games in the world, Uncharted could probably be the easiest ones to easiest ones to do like a, a video game adaptation of. those they're all really super tight stories and cinematic. It's like, I don't of, they of all the ones that could have easily made these in movies, but, uh, I'm still looking forward to seeing that, but yeah, I mean, that's just something because, you know, fan entitlement is something like as someone who's, uh, moderated, um, Facebook groups, uh, for like, uh, I'm good friends with the the McElroys who do the, the My Brother, My Brother and Me shows. Oh, and, go uh, hot. So. <laughs> i've known justin Sorry, I, and I griffin for they oh yeah no i've so known happy. Justin. i don't know travis so well but i know justin griffin because i used to do uh like uh stuff with like joystick I, I didn't write for joystick but i we uh recorded a joystick podcast once Me and a group of people we we were like in a, a fan group for them and we got to be buddies with them and we podcast with them and and whatnot but you know not to name drop but i was not right they were looking for moderators for their facebook group which is this astoundingly huge it's it's crazy that those guys uh what they get paid for live shows like i mean they deserve it but it's like man these are my boys i've known them forever it's like man, they, and now they're kind of famous uh yeah. but um anyway not to, not to brag but there where i was going with this uh there have been so many fights like on their uh, their board and it's like uh i was a moderator for a while and i had to step away from it. i told justin like man i'm sorry but the the mods <laughs> that you hired, and some like it was mostly mod focused because we, their people were on power trips basically. But their fans is like it's so like I felt like for a while they couldn't do anything without being totally judged with their fans. Like they put a, a comic book out, um, and it was a, an artist's interpretation of their Adventure Zone characters. And oh like, yeah, I have that. Yeah, but like so many people were upset at them because they expected one thing to look, uh, one person to look this way or one person to look another way, and it's like oh come on. Like, and finally they were like you know I, I think they the artist redid some of the artwork based on fan complaints. And that just happened a couple of times with them. They're like a bit that somebody was offended by that. Some people like raised a big stink about in the group, but it wasn't an offensive bit at all. It's just like, and like now that group, uh, the group got, uh, had banned any reference to this uh, particular bit. And it's like, there's so many people were just the sense of time. Was so overwhelming. I mean, like bonkers. I feel, for, I feel for, I mean, don't get me wrong. they got a really good life, but the fact that, you know, they can't, create without like i don't know being under a microscope is kind of kind of sad so that's that's the way it is you know with video game anything people are passionate about you know the passion i'm sure is appreciated by the creator but at the same time it's like we can't veer off this course very much without making people mad and that kind of sucks it kind of stifles creativity i think yeah no, Thus ends I, my sermon Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you were you were
0: you are absolutely correct I, I i agree yeah um because that 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 definitely does happen, you know. With I mean, pretty much every every fandom has had something like that. I mean, yeah. of course, Lord knows how big of a fan I am a Star Wars, and Lord knows these last six years have been difficult to say the least. <laughs> on, oh on, man, those on whatever hackers. side of,
2: of that of that argument you're on, really. Um, but, Fun fact, uh, though. Uh, sorry, no, another name drop. Uh, Jake Lloyd came to one of my programs at the library. Jake Lloyd, aka Anakin from the prequel. Yes,
0: yes, I, yes. I, oh, I, I'm AKA uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's son. And uh, yeah, right, all the way. Thank that you very much. It was the weirdest much.
2: thing in the world. Yeah, so we have uh, a film series which we haven't done in a while. You know, pre-COVID, we had already kind of killed it because. Uh, wasn't well attended anymore so we thought uh, i thought eventually i might revisit i still plan to now since it's kind of i don't know people are more hungry for a lot of events so i'm hoping we can drum up attendance but uh there uh was a movie that was shot in Evansville that we showed it was the short film like a detective noir thing a buddy of mine did i didn't know him all well at the time but now we're, we're good friends uh but jake lloyd apparently hung out in Evansville a lot uh, there was a group over there called independent film network uh or the indiana filmmakers network i think was the actual title uh and he would come do stuff with them uh right. i think he was from kokomo or somewhere in indiana and like i don't know if he lived in that as well, but he definitely hung out there a lot there was a film festival that he appeared at too but yeah like we were about to show this movie and apparently he was in it and i didn't realize it uh i say apparently i know he was in it i don't know what i said apparently there but uh he was in it and i didn't realize it at the time and I he walked through the door, I was like is that Jake Lloyd? and yeah, yeah sure enough thing? it was and, and he introduced the film i was like yeah <laughs> right. i probably wouldn't yeah. actually marketed it because i know he's i think he's a little cooler about it than he used to be i mean i know he's this was right before he got in trouble for that high-speed police chase but yeah. like uh you know at the time i think he had kind of relaxed his hate of uh star wars a little bit more and i uh, but he was a nice guy i mean he we had some tech issues beforehand which he helped us with i mean he he was pretty cool um well-dressed gentleman but uh yeah after that you know he, he got in a bad way I, I haven't heard from him in a long time we're still facebook friends but um I know he kind of dropped off uh, after, after all his trouble. So hopefully yeah. he's doing better. I mean, he's definitely got some, some uh, issues too, some health issues that, uh, you know, I don't want to get into on here, but uh, you know, there, there's a, he, he had a hard way to go. You know, he was, yeah, he was rich. Yeah. Was that, but he's, he's a, a tortured artist for certain, for certain.
0: Mm.
2: But anyway, uh, sorry, enough of that uh, tangent.
0: You're good, man. You're good. Johnny, uh, what, what was, if you were going to do like a Legends of Zelda series or a movie or anything like that, what, what, how would you how would you approach it in your opinion
3: that i i honestly have no clue <laughs> like i was listening i was listening to us talk about that and that's the only one that really makes sense is like having a new story that is canon just mm. kind of like told in a different medium mm-hmm. um but then again that that kind of, that sort of takes the uh it takes the the insert self into character out of the out of the uh yeah. the kind of experience and it mm. also takes away the exploration um, unless somehow they were to make the exploration a part of the actual show, which would be phenomenal.
2: Like a choose um, your own adventure.
3: Oh god, I don't even know. I didn't even think about that. I
2: would just that would like actually get be kinda fun. Huh? That'd be awesome. Yeah. Because they did that Black kind of like like Mirror thing,
3: you know, the on Netflix. <laughs> oh oh Baldur uh, Dash. That is definitely Balderdash. not <laughs> the name Right. Black oh, I mean, oh,
0: Mirror
2: should be. Which doesn't really sound a whole lot like like it's basically, it basically sounds like the same. No, it sounds I, like yeah. what what they're trying to catch in the Harry Potter in that game. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The Banders, the Bandersnatch. That's what it was. The or it also sounds like it could be a, a sexual thing. I'm not going to lie, but I won't get into that. I believe that is a. What? <laughs>
3: um, ow! 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 Sorry, my cat just attacked my foot. <laughs> um. So okay, so how would I actually make it? I was thinking, and and this might even just be a little bit of projection because I've been watching a lot, a lot of uh, Durarara on uh, Hulu, and I don't know if you guys have ever seen that. Have anybody, has anybody watched that? What was it
2: again? I didn't catch the
3: dura Durarara. I think that's how you pronounce it. Or yeah, I, I haven't I, seen I, it. No. I would try to do the rolled R, but it would just be, drrr, and that's probably <laughs> not how you're supposed to say it. Um, <laughs> but it's it's an anime and it's uh I would probably say that if we were if they were going to do a show about legend of zelda and to answer the question of should he talk i feel like he should kind of be portrayed as a uh, mikado Ryugamine in that sense because when you're the whole of that show is kind of like an ensemble cast but it doesn't make you feel like it's an ensemble cast it feels like you're just following whoever the main character is at the time and because the main character sort of changes each episode um it's it's everybody's interweaving stories and i feel like that sort of format would really play well with a
2: legend of zelda game that is Um, that's that's, i like that yeah
3: yeah, because like they're especially with each depending on the universe uh the zelda verse if you will sorry jenny to copyright (laughs) or to take your copywritten term um (laughs) There are so many different uh, characters in there that, I mean, I would love to see just one episode that was. uh, What's the like from the 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 Skull Kid's point of view?
0: Oh yeah! Oh yeah!
3: Yeah. Absolutely like what like just one episode it's just one episode and it's all about like skull kid is just like chilling and here comes this kid just breaking shit in the forest and he's got to
2: deal with this now yeah see i love alternative perspective like that telling a story through or just like witnessing it through somebody else i think that's a cool narrative device and but, that can yeah, definitely I work there's so, so many yeah. places you can take that
1: that'd be really cool
2: well, yeah, because I mean, my point of
0: view. if you're doing that, I mean, of course you could do a, you could do a episode, you could do like something exactly like a Tingle episode, I think would be yeah. interesting. Oh yeah, <laughs> like Mr. Or tingle <laughs> Origins.
1: <laughs> yeah. Zorons, um, you can do Zoras. The Zoras, yeah. um, That'd yes. be that'd be so cool. I'd really love that. It almost kind of reminds me of the premise of Once Upon a Time. I don't mm. know if y'all ever watched that. Yeah, kind of mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I really enjoy that. That's a yeah. good idea.
2: If you like that, you should read the comic fables. But uh, I-, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say that's. I'm sure it seems like yeah. I was heavily influenced by that. Uh, yeah, I sat sat in a bookstore. I don't know if this is the library uh, mentality with me. But I sat in a bookstore and read several uh, graphic novels of fables. One day, I didn't have anything to do. I went through a few. I should have probably bought them. I think I, I, think I bought a couple
3: of those um, at a big comic book thing a while back. And I, I, I have so many comic books that I've not read. They're just like oh, sitting yeah. on my bookshelf. Um,
2: I, I like, you know, I don't know. Are you, are you, Johnny? Are you from Owensboro? No, I'm from West Virginia. Oh, okay. I was going to say, we, uh, I work at the library here and like, we have a, we have a huge novel selection, and it really was a boon to my comic reading. I uh, had dropped out for a while, but like, yeah, I mean, we had all like the new 52, like we were getting all this new great stuff. And then now we've got somebody ordering books. You get, he gets into the real kind of weird indie stuff. So we got a good mix of mainstream and that, Uh, Good, but yeah, it's uh, really like increased my, my, my comic consumption for sure. Yeah. And see,
3: that's, that's why I would, uh, that's, that's my point of view in terms of like how to make this into a show because, like you said, a, a tingle episode, a zany tingle episode, beautiful.
4: Yeah.
3: Um, yeah. You, but I, um, oh, this is what I wanted to touch on. I knew if I see this is what the ADHD does. Like I'm sitting here <laughs> thinking, I know that I had a thought, but if I just <laughs> keep randomly spouting bullcrap, then maybe I'll catch on to what I thought I thought. <laughs> um, which I did, and here it goes. Um,
2: Quick before you forget it. I,
3: um i i was reading up on um a while back when when you guys first asked me to get onto this i wanted to do a little bit of research and at least come across like i knew what the hell i was talking about um and i stumbled upon a lot of um viewpoints in terms of uh, there was actually one paper i read called the gerudo problem and um it was kind of about how the gerudo are portrayed throughout the series and um with the fact that Ganon is the only male member of the tribe and all the other members of the tribe are female and they're all a tribe of horse thieves and all the other characters and races within the um, within the, the universe are kind of told and taught to hate them and fear them and not like them and not associate with them. And how are they, you know, how are they represented in the games? They all have darker skin. They all seem to have um, a lot of motifs that are similar to the Middle Eastern um, sort of areas and it just kind of it doesn't age well you mm-hmm. know so like having a show like that where you get to experience different people's points of views it, within the same story i think would be nice to sort of address the gerudo problem maybe and That's kind of show the world uh the legends of the world or maybe even just the gerudo society from their point of view and less demonizing sort of ways
0: Yeah. Yeah,
3: that's interesting. Interesting. So, sorry to get deep on Maine myself. No, dude,
0: no, you, you, you're good. Well, it's it actually leads into my point. Uh, so that's that's perfectly fine um, because the the only like I I thought because I remember because you mentioned the April Fools' uh, trailer which came out and I because I, I will never forget it. 2009. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My my friend. So that was April F- Fool's same it was day though. Oh, okay. Well, so yeah, 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 if it, it, was, it was a trailer, yes, they have been there. Have been rumors about like like, five different Legend of Zelda projects happened over like the last, like, 15 years, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but in 2009, IGN did an actual, like, fake trailer. And I remember, like, you know, and looking back on it, you know, like, seeing it now, you're like, oh, well, how could anyone not see that this was a fake one? Well, when you're, like, let's see, at that point, when you're 15, you know, 14, <laughs> 15, and someone shows you a trailer of one of your favorite games being adapted to a movie... You forget what day it is. You're like, oh sweet, let's look. Like, yeah, let's let's go. Watch it, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you gotta that,
2: change your pants
3: uh, after news. Like, I want to say
2: it, I saw a post about it, so maybe it was different. I, I mean, I mean, at, at this at this point, like, I thought like, like, I thought the first
0: GI Joe movie was good. At this point, like, that's that's kind of where we were, at, where I was at. <laughs> Honestly, I still kind of like it. I'm okay admitting that. <laughs> so, so like, so I was so I was very 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 hyped uh, for for that. Um, and I the thing is, is like I started thinking, I was like, okay, well, how would I do an actual Legend of Zelda movie or Legend of Zelda, you know, show or any, anything really? Um, any kind of form media where it's you know, actual like visual, like watchable media. And the best thing that I came up with because and I was like, you could take I would take Twilight Princess, that that version of the world, my boy. <laughs> kind of loosely adapted because i don't know if you remember there's a point where in twilight princess where basically zant the like the the mean i can't remember what he's technically call like the king of twilight or something like that um or the prince of twilight and he is kind of taking over hyrule and is placed in like this like amber like crystal like wall basically and yep. they sneak link in and he finds what is basically a resistance force with Russell, the guy who uh, trained him how uh, to be a sword fighter, and, like, three other people. And it's a really cool – and I remember thinking – like, they don't play a whole lot into the rest of the story. But I remember thinking, how cool would it be if this is how you did that story where oh, – that's cool. You could even you – you, you don't even have to do Zant. You could do – you could make it, like, where it's Ganon instead because you could easily make it to, like, the – more so, like, an Ocarina of Time kind of style – but basically, the resistance has to figure out how to get the three main races of Hyrule—the Zoras, the Gorons, and the Gerudos—to actually work together as a full-fledged army. And the thing is, is that if you do that, you do the exploration because you because you have Death Mountain, the Zora River, and the Gerudo Valley. You you could easily do stuff with like puzzles where like. Oh, like Link gets caught by the Gerudos and he has to figure out how to escape, you know, or Link has to – or you could you could go full into Ocarina of Time and Link has to go inside a giant fish to save the king's daughter, you know. Like <laughs> you, you could go all the way. Um, and you would be able to showcase the different aspects of Legend of Zelda while still doing it in a story that is very that is very clearly a linear story where it is the forces of good versus the forces of evil and i i've always thought that would be and i know that might sound like a basic kind of like oh you know that's a you know kind of like a basic action movie or something or fantasy movie but when it comes right down to it do you really want anything different from the legend of zelda like mm-hmm. like uh, like as as a starting point obviously yeah. if like this, even you do like a second one then yeah you could do like the second one could be wind Waker*, or you know something right. completely different you know where yeah. it's water mm-hmm. everywhere. Um, but that's just that was always my thought process of how I would do it. And 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 Johnny, you're you're absolutely right. The the Gerudos, and I, they they fixed it a lot with Breath of the Wild. I don't want to spoil anything for you. Isn't if you haven't got there yet, but they fixed that yeah. a lot with the Breath of the Wild. Uh, with how they approach who the Gerudo people are and their history, mm-hmm. Um nice. and why and why there are why they are predominantly female and what happened to the to the other males. Um, it's really cool. Yeah, it's it's okay, a cool. it's a it's a really good way it's a really cool way of adapting it um I, I i really enjoyed it and and that's that's probably how it would do the gerudos um particularly because it it once again without spoiling too much it adds another enemy type which i think would be a really cool thing to see on screen um and you'll you'll know more about that here soon um okay but- but uh, guys, we are actually approaching uh, the end of our time here together. Also, um, I just
1: want to say, Nintendo, oh, yes. if you're listening, um, we've got some awesome ideas. Yeah, here I right.
0: was
1: about so- to say like, four
0: <laughs> right here. Like we're ready. Um, Scoop you know, us up, man. and and a and a concept artist just ready to go. Yeah, like, I mean he's like I'm I'm sure. That if, that if I was like, Johnny, I need you to do like <laughs> I, I need you to do random, random Legend of Zelda uh, pictures, you know, just so I can just so I can pitch to Nintendo. I mean,
1: Johnny, yeah. do that anyway,
0: dude. Yeah, honestly, yeah. I do want to do like I, I want to do uh,
3: a, a, Legend of Zelda, a Legend of Zelda. I want to do a Link piece where he's like, I, Jenny, you got my head spin, head spin in here. Once you start talking about like going through Zelda verses and then like different art styles. I was just, like, picturing all the different ways, like, different animes that they could hop into. And I was like, what if, what if he, like, hopped into, like, Samurai Champloo? Mm -hmm. And, like, how would he look that? Like, what kind of art style would he look like there, especially with, like, the hip-hop influence into the art? I
1: love that. Oh, my god. So now
3: I'm just, like, stuck on that.
2: What if if there was, like, a Quantum Leap sort of deal where Link... Leaps it's into other animes yeah, to, to well, right, no, no, he uh, he leaps into other animes to help them with their problems and and set you know whatever path. Like maybe there's like a a, a, a reboot of something that changes a story a little bit and like he's uh, gonna go kind of point in the right direction <laughs> to fi- fix the problem or something. Link gets captured by the TVA.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Link has the tesseract all along.
3: Oh, man, <laughs> oh, yeah. Or
2: or the, the Tesseract. Okay, <laughs> right. okay. I've only, I've only seen part of the. I've only seen part of the first episode, so don't spoil anything for me. We
1: having
2: it. I haven't uh, seen. I haven't. I haven't had much time lately to watch. I, I usually watch stuff like that at the gym because you know my wife isn't, isn't having that. So uh, I'll. Uh, I got an iPad, and it's the only way I can get through a treadmill. Is to watch something. So uh, mm-hmm. uh, with my surgery, I've been out of commission on that for a bit. So yeah. i can try to get back to it soon. It's, it's good yeah.
0: stuff. It's it's worth it. And and okay. as a famous plug, there will be a Loki podcast. I was about to uh, say,
1: we're going to be doing uh, a Loki. Yeah,
0: after, after that. <laughs> uh, so feel free to be on the lookout for that. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you all so very much for being with us today.
2: Wes, yeah. Donnie, thank you guys so yeah, much. Yeah, thanks for having us. It's been us.
1: a lot of fun. Thank you all. Um, for sure. And, yeah, and you.
2: anytime you want me back on, hit me up. You know I love the sound of my own voice. Absolutely. <laughs> right. We love the sound, of, love
1: your the sound voice. of your voice. Exactly.
2: Yes. Oh, shucks. Thank thank you. voice. We love it. My my we false calls yeah, uh, uh thanks yeah. you for uh, saying that. Yeah, I had a lot of fun, man. This
3: is awesome. Good. Um and my heart is filled with joy, just A, from just from being asked. I was just like, Oh, they thought of me. Like Aww. completely
2: full or half full? Well, half, well
3: if you look, if you hear, if you like pay really close attention in the background, you'll hear beeping. So I do
2: need to like do, <laughs> get a refill real quick. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> podcasts then. So
0: so so it's <laughs> one milk, you know, and yeah. then uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys once again so much. Uh, Please be on the lookout for future YouTube videos, more podcasts. And as always, we always want to say, fandom is for everyone. You guys have a wonderful day. We'll see you all soon.